Today's episode of the Just Keep Swimming podcast is brought to you by Audible. Audible is an online audiobook and podcast service offering over 10,000 books and the ability to listen to your favorite podcasts, including the Just Keep Swimming podcast. I personally use Audible all the time and suggest you take a listen to Intentional Living by John C. Maxwell. In this book, Mr. Maxwell shares a story on how he was able to live a noble and purposeful life and gives you tips and tricks so you can do the same. So please start your 30-day free trial now at www.audibletrial.com backslash JKS podcast, all lowercase. Again, that is www.audibletrial.com. IAL.com backslash JKS podcast. And if you have any more questions or concerns for the Just Key Swimming podcast, you're always welcome to reach out to us on Facebook or on Instagram at Just Keep Swimming underscore podcast, or you can email us at JKS podcast 702 at gmail.com. And with that out the way, let's dive into it. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to the Just Key Swimming Podcast. This is your friend, your boy, your host, Mr. Adrian Jackson, and we back at it again with another great episode for you. And you already know who I got with me. It's your boy, Mr. Um, the man, the myth, the legend. Twa. Yes, sir. Bro. Excellent <laughs> intro. <laughs> yeah, I had to throw that in there real quick. So hold on, say it. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a very special episode coming for you guys today, and a very special guest—well, two very special guests actually. Uh, we're gonna start off by introducing the first guest, and we're gonna let our first guest introduce our second guest. So for today's episode, we're gonna call this. Uh, don't mind me, I play Apex. We're gonna call this the Triv Takeover. Triv Town Takeover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we got Mr. T's Mac back in the microphone. T's, how we doing today, bro? Hey man, we good, man. We here, we alive, we blessed. You know. Let's get it. Back yeah, to nah. it. Yeah, I feel it, bro. Appreciate you for having us again or coming out and joining us again for another great episode and all the fancy new equipment you brought over to make this stuff happen today. Uh, hey, you know, I got this shit in my trunk, bro. You know, when you're a techie, you just have technology just around you, bro. So For real. That's what we do. Yeah, nah, and I feel it. That's how, That lets me know I'm a car guy because I got just oil and shit in my truck. Y'all niggas got fucking microphones and speakers and shit. Yeah, I got video. I got a switcher. You know what I'm saying? Wireless microphones. Uh, camera. Yeah, right. we, yeah, we could do a whole show out of my trunk. Yeah, let's get it. Statement <laughs> <Stay laughs> lot. Better have it and not need it than need it and not have, have it. it. Period. Exactly. And then, uh, why don't you introduce the guest, brother? Yes, please. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I've been knowing uh, our, our guest we got to have here for many, many years. Uh, BC, you know what I'm saying, from the school days before, you know, you know what I'm saying, lead middle school and all, you know, all these, uh, these, these, uh, different things we've been going through for sure but yeah bc is like the i, I call him the architect you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so like you know if matrix. you watch the, if yeah if you watch the matrix yeah he's like the architect for sure yeah he's got all the knowledge and information to to really get it popping so uh yeah but yeah bc was good with you man that's a good intro, bro. I'm a regular scammer from North Las Vegas. You know, these people like I'm finna be saving people. 
Hey, hey, you know, hey, hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, scammers need love too, for sure. So, exactly. now nah, we, now nah, we got it, man. Now, nah, we, yeah, we got, uh, like I said, we got a good episode coming in. Uh, hold on, we, we got some static. What's good? Not sure what's going on with that. Uh, hold on, I think, I think we good. Yeah, yeah, it's right. not good on my side. I heard a little bit, but we good. Yeah, you hear, you hear a hey, cool, right? Before we start, though, I do want to say I'm a big fan of the program, and I think you got something substantial and positive and community-oriented that's actually different than all the stuff I be seeing on the Internet. So I wanted to give you your props on that, oh, you know, before that. I come and talk about scamming on y'all airways and ruining y'all uh, <laughs> values. Nah, man, look, I uh, we, we truly appreciate that, man. It's, it's been a lot of hard work, you know, a lot of struggles up and downs but at the same time we just keep swimming and you know know why we're out here doing it for you know like never right. get the idea of just trying to bring positivity to the world and brighter mindsets man so no i truly appreciate that uh, okay and, and i don't want to interject but that was like my first question of the day too right because uh you know this is the just keep swimming podcast right jks podcast so i'm just curious to know like like what what does just keep swimming mean to you right like so because like when i think it just keeps swimming right it's like all right we could be swimming uh i don't really know what type of body of water we in right like are we in a pool are we in uh the lake or are we in the ocean and we just gotta keep swimming forever like do, do we get to the promised land at a certain point and sit and have some mai tais on the island right or do we are or, or do we just like keep swimming until we drown and die like like what like what does keep just keep swimming mean from, from my point of view, yeah. So from my point, let me of guess view, first. Yeah, yeah, please, got the please. Real yeah, BC, you got you got a short amount of time. I need Insight. you to go. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> but no, because I was thinking about that the other day too. I was like, is this like a, is this instructions? You know, it's like I'm telling you to keep swimming, or is it like an affirmation? And like the more and more I thought about it, I think like, and you could tell me if I'm wrong, bro. But it sounds like, you know, it's an affirmation you make to center yourself in discipline that's going to mm-hmm. benefit you in the long run. Nah, amen. Like, exactly go ahead, go ahead. To me, that's what it seemed like. The just keep swimming thing is just like control the mechanism that you can control, you know what I'm saying, until it's automated to where you're not even worried about that no more. Like, you're going to see the challenges in front of you, but you just swim past them because the time going to pass anyway. You know what I'm saying? So you might as well put your effort into, like, focusing on being forward. I don't know if that's what the show about, but for the last 15 episodes I listened to, that's been the theme to me. Yes, no, and I uh, I agree with that. And I love the way you put it because you, uh, like you said, a little more artic- articulate than I would have put it. But uh, no, that's my exact mindset, bro. It's just like, yo, just keep swimming, man. Like we all, we all athletes out here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Y'all legs used to be cramped up and tired, but it's like, nah, just push through. You know what I'm saying? One more play, one more rep, one more whatever it is. You know, you, we musicians over here. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I know y'all be tired. It's like, no, let me do one more loop for this beat or one more thing for this beat, you know? And it's just like, just push through. Like, uh, one of my favorite words in life is perseverance. Continuous course of action in spite of difficulty, you know? And it's like, I feel that that's just something that we all just need to live by. Just life is going to be difficult. You know, if life was easy, it would be no fun. You know what I'm saying? Who likes to play a game on easy all the time? Like, after a while, it has to get on hard mode. And it's like, are you going to quit? Or are you gonna just keep swimming and keep yeah. pushing through? You know what I'm saying? Are you gonna keep fighting? Are you gonna keep punching? Are you gonna keep riding? Are you gonna keep walking? Keep stepping? Whatever the hell you wanna put it. But yeah, it's pretty much like you said, it's a daily affirmation for yourself. Like, I know times is hard, but 
man, just keep swimming, bro. And if yeah. I can interject too from like my half of the thing, I, I loved how you said BC uh, discipline. That 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 word stuck out to me because for me, it's every week we got to come out with an episode. We got to do an episode. We got to record, and that's one thing that I can't give up. Just, it's, it's similar to the gym. It's like, yo, I got to make this consistent because this gives me some type of purpose and direction in life that, mm-hmm. like, if there's one thing, there's a guarantee is I know I got to make this episode. Right. You know, and that's what it is. At the, at the end of the day, I know I'm going to work out my mind at some point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I worked out my body like I should have, but like you said, it's a gym. I got to yeah. keep my body pushing. I got to keep rolling with it. Mm-hmm. So I got to work it out. No, I agree with that because, like, the way I look at it at a high level, like, looking over the outside, looking in, I see most people, their their relationship with discipline is as a verb. Like, it's an act. Like, my discipline, like, I had to make myself do something. But, like, the true definition of discipline is a branch of knowledge. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's a specialization. Like, my discipline, this belongs to me. Like, I... I am the character that produces this. It's not me walking. It's not me running. It's like I've become the discipline. So like to just keep swimming affirmation. It's like once you've done this long enough, you've become the presence that you were worried about in the past. Like you mm-hmm. become the entity that can keep you sustainable. So I'm I'm on board. I'm a fan. I should get it tattooed. Exactly. It's a lifestyle. It's yeah. a lifestyle. I love it. And I love it too because there's been multiple times. Like we've been doing this for two years, bro. Mm-hmm. There's been. A good couple times where people ask, yo, like, you do a podcast? Like, I, I look, you want to start one. Like, how'd you start this? Or mm-hmm. uh, the pastor just asked me this last week where, oh, uh, hey, man, like, I really want to start getting, like, a church podcast going. Like, can you send me, like, all the things that I would need? And man. maybe, like, one or two <laughs> times or one or two, once or twice, you know, just teach me how to use this and so I can sustain this on my own. Like, once I just figure out how to work this, the, the mechanical shit, like, I feel good. But, like, getting asked for advice about something that you're versed in that you have a discipline in that you, like you said you have knowledge in is is powerful it feels great yes how do that work for you you like it like when people is like hey teach me the game ghost do you do you want are you like excited about teaching them or are you more like man you gotta swim on your own i'm gonna throw you in the water i mean shoot why am i telling you to keep swimming if i'm not going to help you out like i'll, I'll be more right. than happy to help you out like we all swimming in this together yeah so like hey ask me to start your own thing what would you want to talk about the only thing i ask when they when they ask us or when random people ask is like mm. what is it about like what is it is it going somewhere because that's how you get your content mm-hmm. but if it's just talking about whatever like yeah i'll help you out in terms of like performing it but like i would just behoove you to find like a direction because yeah. i mean if you're just swimming and talking in no direction you're just floundering you're not really moving yeah, I want you to. They move. recreational swimming. Exactly. They're like, they're in, they in the jacuzzi. I mean, I wouldn't consider jacuzzi, bro. I consider that the apartment pool, low key. Like they're just <laughs> they're splashing around because they can splash around. But yeah. it's like that's the difference between you know the like you said the girls on Sunday at the pool and freaking Michael Phelps. You know what I'm saying? He's in the ocean swimming across. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then um, I guess to go a little deeper to what Triv was asking. He was asking um, like, what's the destination? And um, I explain this all a lot of times in my episodes that the destination is always never permanent. You know what I'm saying? The definite the, the destination isn't permanent. Like you're gonna get there, and you're gonna be like, oh cool, I can now bench 355. But or you know, that's a lot. 255. <laughs> but then it's like, okay, let me get to 260. 
you know what I'm saying? So that's when you got to jump back in the water and start to swim again to get to where you need to be, you know? So that's my mindset of, like, with this whole podcast. It's funny how everybody's like, oh, how'd you start it? So when does it become rewarding, like, with the podcasting? Because I get what people are saying. They're like, I want a podcast, but they don't got no audience. Like, when did it become rewarding for you? So for me, it became rewarding literally after the first episode before we even aired the bad boy. Just the idea that I said, damn. I just did that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We talked to Triv. We went and ran around got all this equipment. And freaking New Year's, New Year's Eve, everybody out turning up and me and my bro in here shooting our first podcast episode. Yeah. And that's when it became rewarding to me of like, okay, I'm doing something different right now. And I know I'm doing something different. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I get rewarded every time we finish an episode and the person is like, oh, oh, good question. I love yeah. to hear the question, the words, good question. Got him, coach. Like, got him, coach. I got I got him to <laughs> think a little bit, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, the idea that I'd just been talking to this person, I learned something from him, and it's like, oh. Like, uh, a few episode, episodes ago, we did the episode with uh, Roxy on Flight Attendant, you know, mm-hmm. shout out Roxy. And that was just crazy, because I didn't even learn. The things she taught me about a flight attendant, I wouldn't even thought about. Like, you got to go to work and be there at work an hour and a half early clocked in but you don't get paid until well, the doors are closed better after for a buddy pass I know that <laughs> <laughs> nah look, look I, I, I rocked with her for a long time bro and it was just the idea that she's been flight tennis she's been doing it for a long time and at some point I see that oh this person has some experience behind something that the normal person doesn't know about or doesn't even think about mm-hmm. you know like like you said I'm interviewing basic people allegedly you know, they I mean, see themselves as basic. They see themselves the as basic, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. I don't think, I don't think they're basic though, because like the way I look at it, it's like a lot of people will like they'll they'll downplay their ten thousand hours. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where like the degree where you are like you talking to a subject matter expert, right? Like outside of you know the institutions and the corporate lifestyle, you won't really see too many subject matter experts validated. Because you can't really quantify their experience. So, like, us as a society, we downplay it and say they're regular. Mm. But in real life, like, this person is the highest level expert you'll ever meet. You know what I'm saying? It's the most valuable resource you can come across because it's free to interchange with. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that's one thing I've been... uh, I I love that thought process because I just got done reading uh, I Am The Word. And one of the things he always tells you to practice is to sit back and just pay attention to people. Mm-hmm. And then look and be like, yo, this person's living out their purpose right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no idea what this person's going through in life or whatever. But at the same time, this person is where they need to be, doing what they need to do. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's relaxing, working, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, shoot. This right there, like I said, this this waitress had been 10,000 hours in and she's the ultimate waitress. If you actually watch her, you'll start to see like, damn, she is out here like running like it's a ballet yeah. compared to new Stacy over here who can barely hold a plate up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like... Yeah, but it gets more transformative because like if you got the right mindset while you just watching this waitress, you'll realize the competencies and traits that she's enacting mm-hmm. in her workplace. Like, you'll be like, okay, she got good time management. She can multitask. Mm-hmm. Like, she's got all these different competencies that she's choosing to apply in this situation. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, they're interchangeable whatever you go through in life. Like, dang, I could probably manage my household. Like, you know, they sit this guest section or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, and I, I fully agree with that. Cause that's like the, uh, the, the, the quote-unquote resume hustle. You know, like what do you do? Oh, I'm a dog walker. Okay, uh, deals with difficult people. <laughs> you know, that's something you can put on your resume now. And then it's like based yeah. off the stuff you do in your life. Boom. 
Yeah. <laughs> and shoot, uh, I think that got me like doing the podcast and saying music as a hobby on my resume. Mm-hmm. Like the last two big interviews that I had asked about it and I was like oh why oh you really do that oh, that's cool that's cool it's like oh how'd you get into that it's been brought up mm-hmm. and it's regular regular it's a low-key a hobby type thing for me because it's just like you know nothing I'm not getting immediate return yeah. from it yet right mm-hmm. but people see the investment and it 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 hits them a different way mm-hmm. you know it, it adds value to yourself and then you also get to see the value in other people as you do this like this art this craft this art of podcasting mm-hmm. that you would have never seen them before and you start seeing people in different light and as well as yourself mm-hmm. nah, these are the so with that y'all still in the hobby stage I thought this was you know I thought this was critically acclaimed. I was saying that was back <laughs> when we first started <laughs> I thought, yeah, I thought me, I was going to meet Big Act next. I didn't know what was going on. Like, y'all, this is what you do right before $4 million worth of games. We're talking about the past right now. <laughs> we were talking from the humble beginnings. We're, we're great uh, right okay. now. You you came onto the podcast saying so. <laughs> like, we hooked everything up. We were ready to go. We were waiting for you for a second. Then we ended up waiting. You ended up waiting for us. But we was ready. <laughs> we got it going. Yeah. You, you in Arizona, bro. <laughs> y'all funny. <laughs> Yeah, folks in there, I'm not gonna lie, we move different out here. This is a Republican state. I'll be like, y'all not on time, I'm out of here. I'll come back. <laughs> sure. Nah, these are the facts, man. Nah, and I appreciate this conversation and appreciate what's going on here because, you know, what we looking to do is just a meeting of the minds here, right? Like, we want to see, all right, like, are we in the hobby stage or are we in the multi million dollar stage? Um, you know, we could always strive to. You know, bench more reps and to mm-hmm. do different things that you know um, support us or, or really just encourage us to keep going in these small gains. But like, what's the what's the end game for us? Mm-hmm. You know, if, if we're here and we've been, we've been doing podcasts for two years, um, what will really keep us going? You know, is it is it a million views? Is it two million views? Is it a certain amount of money? Is it sponsorship? Is it finite? Is it not finite? Yeah, is it finite? Is it something? Yeah, is it something that? Yeah, that's even tangible at all? Or like you said, finite? Yeah, yeah. What? Um, I mean, if you reach a certain status, like would that help your family more, or would that help yourself more? Mm. You know, I guess. You I know, think that. Uh, I think that all, like it's it's a curse um, within our community because we never really been uh, taught the values of infrastructure. Mm. You know, like we never really had an institutional advantage to kind of say like, this is your market placement. Cause like most people would be like, I'm not gonna take this seriously until this goal is suffice. But if you look at any like startup or something, they, they jock in for, you know, market share. They like, we don't have to be the best. We don't even have to be at our goal. You know what I'm saying? As long as we can understand our presence in this market and operate within that presence, that's the reward we're looking for. So I think a lot of content creators, they get caught up with the reward. They like, man, I need the YouTube plaque or I need the ad money. And then the whole time they're developing, you know what I'm saying, an ecosystem of like minds that people that want to help each other out. Like that's, y'all already at the end goal. You know what I'm saying? You've already materialized a place where solutions become possible. Mm -hmm. So like, 
as the creators of that, how does it like, how do you guys deal with that? Like, do you guys deal with it like, oh, okay, we're the creators of this proprietary space or like we still haven't done the work yet? Like, where are y'all at in terms of, you know, what you're offering or your placement? Mm-hmm. Interesting question. So, um, so I feel that personally, you know, um, this is my baby. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And it's kind of like, it's, it's kind of like asking when would a parent stop loving his child? You know, um, I feel like I'll never stop loving the idea of doing the podcast and what I do. I do want to grow into other areas and figure out how to do other things. Like, for example, when um, Tease was talking about the other interview he did earlier and she was talking about, you know, I guess she was a rapper, I guess, too. A singer, yeah. Yeah, so she's an artist and a podcaster type deal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, um, you know, that right there kind of got me to, like, me personally, I need to find more avenues, you know what I'm saying? But as for, like, the podcast end goal, you know, of course, you know, I would love to get a lot of views and stuff like that, but I'm loving who I'm helping right now, and it's helping me out more than anything, you know? Like, sometimes it's like therapy for me, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's just like... Like you said, I feel it's no monetizing value to it. Like somebody came up to me, it's like, I'll buy you out. I'll be like, you can't buy me out, but you can pay me to do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. you couldn't buy me out though, because <laughs> this is mine, you know what I'm saying? But you, you're more than welcome to sponsor me and join me and give us money to shout out whatever you're doing, if I like it, you know what I'm saying? But I have to like the product that you offer me because yeah. I'm not about to just promote any type of product on here either. You know, like I said, it's 100%. This is this is our creation, you know what I'm saying? I created this for my brother, so it told me long ago, so it's like Is that an aspiration? Say it again. So like is that an aspiration? Because like one of the things is uh like you, you spoke on an important theme for content creators and that's uh I guess establishing decentralized networks. Mm. So like with that being said, is like is that a thing, like is that a goal for you guys? Like, hey, we wanna make proprietary com- content that's good enough to be distributed through a third party. You know, like, is that where it's like, is that the next step where it's like, yeah, I want to sign with a bar stool or I want to sign with volume or is it like, or I want to build the volume, like philosophically, which direction y'all going? I... So I like him. I like him. You got me thinking. I don't know. I just feel like, yeah, that would be cool if we could get paid for this and like live out this that would be cool but that's not the purpose like i'm still making an effect no matter what if i'm getting paid for this or not and i'm doing it for the sake of that personally like i'm happy to be able to influence some even if it's a minuscule amount i have dreams to save the world but hey i'm that's probably not possible but i'm gonna do the best i can either way because i want to and that's who i am and I'm just gonna keep doing this and being able to sustain that type of energy is my quote unquote angle. That's, Perfect, I like that. It's you like no matter what the fuck I'm doing, no, whether we get big and make money or not, I'm still doing this because it's what I believe in. And honestly, so sometimes it's hard to believe in something. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, I feel- So what like, weight, I'm oh, sorry, what weight does the engagements have on you? 
Because, like, a lot of content creators, they're like, I'm not going to do this shit if it's not popping. How does the engagement affect you? Are y'all going to still give a considered effort with a little audience or what? So, like you said, right now our audience is a little audience, and that has zero effect. Like, real talk, I was telling you guys the stats today. Mm -hmm. Today is, like, my first time checking the stats in a long time. I don't check it either. Yeah, I don't check it. I just post. I just post my episode, find me your title, shout out who I need to shout out. You know, always tell the person, yo, this is your episode, do what you want to do with it, promote it how you want to promote it, put it on your website, put it on this, that, and third, whatever you want to do with it, this is your episode. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And after that, I'm on to the next one. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> trying not to, at least my mindset about it, I try not to spoil myself with keep checking it. Like, you know how you put something in your microwave for like two minutes, but you're hella hungry, yeah. so you kind of walk, pace around for what seems like a minute, but it was actually five seconds and you looking back at the clock and you keep checking it and it's going slow. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not trying to put that shit on myself. I've done that a lot of times with other avenues in my life. I really care about this. You didn't have a hot pocket that's cold in the middle before. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's that sour spot. Yeah. So it's like, I'm gonna just let it do its thing. It's its own entity that I'm propelling forward, but I'm not gonna criticize on it or anything. I'm just happy it's there. I'm happy I'm building this with a home record with a brother of mine. <laughs> like yeah, I'm just having fun with it. Yeah. Like if to me it's like to me it brings in more family than what I'm used to. Yeah. And also spreading in a positive message, um, doing it a little bit different just in terms of the format, like it's our own thing and it's a culture. Even if it may just be between us two, but if it builds into right. more, we are more than happy to have people join. No, and like that's to, what I love about it. Like today, today was a fun day just now. Like y'all came over here, did all this stuff. Like you said, I was mad I had no trees, so I was like, I'm gonna go get some down. I should have been with this country looking ass. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this is cool as Don't get away, man, no money. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, hey, whoever listened to this episode, y'all better go buy y'all drugs off some niggas you grew up with. <laughs> we got the same drugs as the dispensary. Don't be, don't be going to the dispensary because they do tests on there. Just get sick one time. <laughs> man, they be MIA, bro. Every time I look for them, I can't I'm about to them. use your platform to bring some more uh, economic empowerment to the black community. <laughs> <laughs> nah, and I love this you. I need you. This show is brought to you by. I'm gonna say my drug dealer name on here. This show is brought. Nah. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Get audited. But I mean, shoot, high key on that type of energy. I'd love to keep it as the, another thing. I love about this thing is uh, keeping it as open as we do. Every time, every ask every guest, say what you want to say on here. Be completely yourself. Mm-hmm. And shoot. Like, it will support the people that it needs to. I kind of lost my train of thought at that point. <laughs> but, I mean... Nah, I feel it, though. That, just that type of energy, though. The free, yeah, the freedom. The freedom. Yeah. yeah, the freedom of it. Nah, for sure. And uh, just to interject here, you know, this, this is riveting conversation here. You know what I'm saying? This is a just... <laughs> riveting conversation. Like, this is... This is... This is uh, what we're living for what we're breathing for at this particular moment right like things change from moment to moment you may have different paradigms or different mindsets on what you believe to be real or not based on your beliefs right it's all on your perception and Mm -hmm. what you think about reality um you know the, the the way that you view the world through your particular lens right so life is different for everybody you know we we could do whatever it is that we want to do and get our 10,000 hours in on whatever subject that may be had, right? But if you do that 10,000 hours and you're not 
um, passionate about it more or less. Does yeah. that like does that make you um, pretty much a uh, perfectionist on that particular subject matter? Um, so, so in other words, sometimes we do things that we may not want to do. Mm. Um, do we still have value in that particular thing that we've been doing for so long? You know what I mean? Is it, is That's it, what is I think it? most creators' dilemma is, yeah. bro. Like most people, unsupported because they willing, they're not willing to make a distinction between what they offering and what's available out there. You know, like most creators, they be like, "We just gonna do this and you know be self-serving in our purpose." Mm. But like the audience don't buy into that never. Right. Because me as a consumer, I want somebody that's going to guarantee me, like, I'm going to spend my money, I'm going to spend my resources, this going to be professionally produced, it's going to be socialized, we're going to pay third parties to market it. And it seems like with a lot of creators, they want to be more the organic variety than, you know what I'm saying, than the, than the institutional output. Like, they want to do it organically through friends and family. And, like, I can't really tell if they in it for large consumption or if they just want to share opinions. It depends on what their what their mindset is about it. I feel like, again, it comes back to are you just making it just to make it or you have a direction with it? And I feel the propulsion into institutionalized if you want to take it that direction. Like, yeah, if you want to take it that direction, you'll definitely get there. But I feel if you also just have, like, a definite purpose and where you're going it will just naturally kind of come on its own way and you just got to believe in that you're doing you're putting in this 10 hours 10,000 hours um you may not want to do it you may not be passionate within it for a moment to moment but you're still just putting energy into something and depending on that authenticity that organicness it it becomes like a living thing as opposed to too structured and that and that's a weird it's a weird type of balance to me because it's like okay i want to be as authentic as possible and this is who i am this mm. is the type of vibe i want to if i go too institutionalized i have to be proper and censor myself or blah 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 and it's like yeah there's there's definitely boundaries that need to be kept mm. but at the same time it's like if it's not necessarily infringing off respecting another person's opinion as opposed to my own and we just talk then it's too limiting you don't get to see like a more authentic truth about the universe or people's minds or just life in general right because you're right. hiding some part of it mm. so it, it, it's, it's just a balancing act constantly and i kind of think about this every day too because i gotta balance my responsibilities and make sure i'm on my shit but also let myself have fun mm. let me enjoy time let me relax let me do all this but still be where i need to go and i feel if you fit that equilibrium you hit that peace with whatever the fuck you're doing right that's what I'm, I'm personally trying to learn that, so I think I was uh, I had self-interest in asking that. Because like, I can't tell the difference between the stuff I'm doing out of obligation or doing out of purpose. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah, that, that's... <laughs> wow. No, and so, like... No, and I understand that, because that's how I feel a lot of times, and I feel... 
the thing that the only way I can answer the question is is how does that task make you feel as you're doing it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like when I'm at work and I'm sitting behind that computer screen and I'm worried about this damn laptop and I hope my ball you know what I'm saying, all that shit start I'm worrying about shit. It's like, yeah, this is obligation. You know what I'm saying? I signed this paper, said I'll be here for this. 40 hours a week and they say they'll pay me this so this is an obligation so I can pay my rent and shit like that but when it comes to shit like the podcast it's like you know I'll stay at the work building for an extra three hours to record a podcast because they let me record it for free you know what I'm saying we gotta hold without on a second thought. without a second thought you know what I'm saying so I was like hell yeah I'm gonna sit here and wait for Donovan and we gonna hang out in my office for three extra hours I've been at work for 12 hours now but no, I got to report my podcast for four of those. So that yeah. shit blew by. I didn't. I didn't realize I was there no more. You know what I'm saying? It's so, always surprising to see the time like after a bit, and it's like, oh, it went by that quick, that like, fast. Yeah. yeah. Every time the podcast go, I was shocked. The last week's episode was an hour. Mm-hmm. Like it did not feel like an hour to me. You know what I'm saying? If like we was only talking for like 30 minutes or so, like that shit flew by. That. You know, but it's like the feeling I get when I when people leave. What do I do? I usually clap, don't I? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was a bomb ass episode. I can't believe that shit just happened. Like it makes me just feel like, like damn, I'm gonna go run a lap real quick. If it wasn't yeah. 10 o'clock at night, I'll go run a lap around the neighborhood. Cause that's how I feel right now. Like it's like it's, it, it, <laughs> even though I use my energy, it gives me life. It gives me life exactly, and then gives me more energy mm-hmm. to spit. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It, it's like. Dragon Ball Z Broly This man was so powerful His key kept going up It <laughs> overflowed And he still got some more Right So it's You know it, it. That's how I kind of feel re- Well just Personally Picking up bass yeah. Like I, I wanted to learn Another instrument I've been kind of Getting stale And like In a creative rut With my music lately Let me learn an instrument again Since I played Another instrument For five years And you know, figuring out and learning this whole new thing and putting in those hours to become disciplined in it, mm. it gives me excited because it's just, I don't, it jives with my soul at the moment. It's it where I want to go. Exactly. Yeah. Compared to the vice versa of your alarm clock going off at six something, you yeah. got to be at work and you just woke up, you just slept a whole eight hours, you tired as hell mm. because now you got to be at this place that's not vibing with you, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's a place that you got to not be your authentic self. You can't say the things you want to say, act the way you want to act and actually just flow the way you need to flow, you know what I'm saying? Mm. You just constantly stop yourself and bite your tongue and it's like, yeah, of course that shit make you tired. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You tired the whole day and the second you clock out, whew, I thought I needed a nap, but I think I might be good. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you wake up a little bit, you. That energy's released. It's let go. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I'm not there no more. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is crazy. (laughs) You know what I mean? And we talked about that before, right? Like the Mm -hmm. perception of time and what time means to every individual and um, like what is time, right? Like everyone experiences time subjectively. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, we have to do these podcasts and go to work and, you know, take care of our children and, you know, balance all these different variables within our means right or within our lens or our perception of what reality is to us right and, and so it seems like we never have enough time to do all of it right i, I was and that's that thing is time yeah exactly yeah. so yeah yeah bc what what's your uh, perception on time and the time it takes to get um, an idea institutionalized or you know have an infrastructure for for a particular idea because I, I mean you know from my experience with you I know you have like I mean you even got patents and 
and you understand the value I have ideas. So, uh, yeah, uh, let's hear what you got to say about that. So I think that most people, like, society teach you a lot about time that you got to deprogram from yourself because they're not saying, like, Best Buy not telling nobody that, like, at 8 o'clock in the morning, they have to sell electronics. Best Buy is telling people that there's more activity during this phase of the, you know what I'm saying, of the day. Like, it's, time isn't, a, like, it doesn't exist to anything. It's just a measurement of decomposition that we use as a tool. So when I hear, like, creators talking about time when it comes to, like, ideas and execution, I want to deprogram them from that mindset because your time is really a measure of your decomposition. Like, if you want to be, you know what I'm saying, a podcaster, you're not going to have any time constraints whether you're 6 or 55 years old because you're not decomposing in that manner. You know what I'm saying? You don't really have to worry about existing in a continuum if you're doing material language. Like, if you're telling somebody something, it's going to live on forever from that moment. So I think a lot of people get caught up in time because they don't see the impact right away. Like, they don't see the results right away. So they're fixated on time so that they can collateralize if they're making a mistake or not. Like, oh, it took this long so that you can justify it not making the impact that it needed to make. So now we conditioned ourselves to measuring the amount of time everything takes instead of measuring the impact the things we do have. Yo, okay, look, you, wow, wow, because I, okay, before you even started BC, I was like, yo, sometimes, recently, I'm just like, man, it's not like a deep one, but like, I wish there was more time in the day, but I'm like, bro, what you just said right there? You collateralizing the impact that you're not making, because if you had made... The, the most impact in your life at six o'clock in the morning, you wouldn't wish for another second. You wouldn't feel it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like that, that's a natural defense mechanism to kind of guide us towards our purpose. We feel time when we're not enacting our purpose. Mm. That. That's dude. Shit. That. 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 When you do what you want to do, you don't age, bro. You. You don't. Aging. You don't. Yeah, Angie only well, go ahead. It's go ahead, But if you materialize on so many things that bring you reverence without you being the same physical capability, the degree of decomposition won't have mattered. So then the time it took won't have mattered. So you'll feel significance in the reward of it passing by. But if you're not proud of what you're materializing, then you're not going to be able to naturally feel that significance. So it's going to put pressure on you to feel that significance, to like at least replenish that significance with the time you do have. Right. So I think with most people, it's psychological. We invent time as a constraint to justify the progress we don't make instead of just focusing on the impact we can make right now. Like, you saw the problem. Right now, you won't need 10 years to do it. But most of us are conditioned to be fixated on the amount of time it takes because we're going to collateralize every action that we have that doesn't deliver the result. That's where stagnation comes from in our community. We can only see the challenge. Okay, say that last 10 seconds again. Because <laughs> you were breaking out oh, the audio. Oh, okay. No, I was saying that people are so fixated on time because 
they're they're adding up this collateralization of things that didn't materialize. So they're using that as a barometer to kind of tell themselves what's possible and what isn't, just based off their own experience. So like, if, you know, if you focus too much on time, it's just gonna tell you what you can't do. It's more of a constraint. But I think people try to like weaponize and they be like, we all got the same 24 hours. It's like, I can make an impact today that'll make it so that I ain't waste time the whole rest of my life. Yeah, right. Yeah. It, but it's know. contingent on impact. It's not contingent on seconds past and weeks past and days past and traffic. It's contingent on impact. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense because it's kind of like... So, like, when you were saying that, I guess my example would be... This was one day I went went with the kids and <clears throat> it was like some convention out here, Nesby. And they uh, we took a whole bunch of kids to UNLV, walked around campus, went to the whole conference and all that jazz, right? And it was like one of those deals where I didn't realize I was hungry until there was food in front of me type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I was just in the moment, you know what I'm saying? I was where I was supposed to be. I was out to live my purpose. And like I said, time didn't phase me. Like we walked around the whole UNLV campus sad classes, climb, lab. you know, it was a long day. Like, by the time I realized I was there for 12 hours, it was like, damn, the whole day going on, I didn't realize it's still driving home, you know what I'm saying? And it's like crazy. I, I get what you're saying, that's that's crazy. It's, it's just shocking to see when, like, when you just let your, when you consciously are able to let yourself go there and take off all that pressure of just being constrained by time. Like, uh, like, what happens when you just clear your schedule for whatever happens and then you just go do what feels best for you whether that be hang out with a friend or do whatever you feel like doing whether it's your purpose whether it's the podcast the music the day flies by day flies by the day flies by next thing it's snow it's 3 a.m and i'm chilling with the homies still and we hung out at six. <laughs> oh, but we was just chilling we was in the moment we was having a good time we was just shooting the shit like, right. you know, it, and you don't even feel bad for staying up that late. Or there, it doesn't matter to you. Time, it, the time didn't matter. It was the moment. It was the experience. And when you live in experience, it's like, mm, you're timeless. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Now, you, uh, this conversation is dope, right? Because I'm thinking about like, oh, man, well, I got to be at work at five o'clock in the morning, right? Like, like, now nah, you choose to be at work. That's yeah. where you want to measure your impact. Yeah, it's exactly right. <laughs> so, yeah, if I feel like I can make these people happy by the skills that I provide, whether I'm on time or not, mm-hmm. like, that gives me the motivation or, or just the, you know, it feeds my ego to be like, yeah, Triv, you know what you're doing. So, like, in the back of my head, I'm like, well, why, why am and I doing something else that I can have an even better impact on and not be constrained by somebody else dictating the time that I need to be at a particular place, right? Like, 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 I, like, like BC said, I'm choosing to uh, let other people dictate when I need to be there because I have a, a particular impact in that uh, space and time. Mm. But I can also do that for myself and. Um, myself that 
much confirmation that yeah, what I'm doing is dope because I've got my 10,000 hours in X, Y, and Z, and I know how to right. do this, and I'm passionate about that. So, you know, why am I even uh, thinking about even doing something that's other than what I'm passionate about and, and I have the most impact in my life about? Right. So, yeah, you know, yeah, these are these are good questions, are good conversations for sure. Uh, B- BC, tell them about the playground. Uh, the playground, it's, it's a lot going on there. You know, I'm, I'm not sure if we're right now. It's a, uh, it's a concept right now. The reason I talk about it is it's basically um, a digital ecosystem I'm developing. So, like, it's not, it's not a merch shop. It's not a streaming platform. It's not a content index. It's a ecosystem that I'm developing right now to try to interface creatives as a collective instead of them socializing their individual attributes. Mm-hmm. How do you how are you so, going about this? Huh? How are you going about this? Man, I'm an idiot that don't have no experience, so I'm just failing over and over again. But I'm good at failure, so I tell people that much. I'm super good at failing. Um, my approach right now, I'm going to be honest with you, I prayed about it, and like I, I'm learning that sometimes God, He's not gonna give you the answers. He's gonna make you an answer. So like when people ask me how I'm gonna do this, the significance isn't in my answer to that. It's in the actualization of me materializing it. Like there's nothing I could tell anybody that would suffice their curiosity when they ask how I'm gonna do something as much as they will feel when I execute it. So like the way I'm going about it is, you know, collaborating with like-minded people, um, expanding the universe of my mind. You know what I'm saying? I'm letting the light reach corners of my mind that it wasn't reached before. And through that expansion, I'm enabling myself to take on opportunities that I wouldn't know were present before. So it's, you know, continuous self-reflection, self-education, self-actualization. And then once those have matured to the point where I'm ready, I think that it'll be materially socialized. You know, I haven't got to the point where it's, it's material, it's tangible yet. But right now in concept and in theory, it's my purpose. That's an answer. And she, yeah, I don't know what to say to that. that and, and I kinda, it's a lot, though. Like, I, my, my issue with our community is we just didn't have the tools to succeed, you know, in the industries we operate in. So, like, I wanted to, you know, I'm big on efficiency, so I wanted to create one tool that would leverage enterprise to everybody within our culture. Like, I didn't need them to leverage based off of affiliation or budget or marketing tactics. I wanted them to leverage based off of, you know, a commonly shared consumer base mixed with proprietary elements of success within our culture. And if it exists as a singular ecosystem, then we all benefit from it. You know what I'm saying? Like YouTube, they benefit more than the creators. This ecosystem, the creators need to benefit more than the ecosystem itself because they're what supports its expansion. Yeah, I, I drive with this vision. Right. I really do. Like you put it into words of how I kind of felt about it. Because when I, when I moved back from Reno, that was one of the things I wrote in my journal. And it was just like, I mean, essentially how it's akin to yours is like just reach that world peace. But I don't know how I'm going to do that. But OK, well, I need to first find that peace within myself so I can 
build upon and grow upon that so I can start spreading it in the first place. Don't know exactly where else to go next, but as long as I keep doing that path, it's going to benefit everybody. And I want to create a community that, you know, is for the people that do the work, not the platform. Like greedy ass corporations and stuff like that. Like I understand business is business, but does it necessarily have to be like that? Because it's just it's for it themselves. Does when the constituents are ignorant and uninformed. It, like our our community has has had the resources and knowledge available. We chose other avenues to inform ourselves on. You know what I'm saying? Like the the answer's been out there. We as a community got to do a better job at being disciplined to, you know what I'm saying, that particular segment of the information we need. We don't need celebrity gossip. We need to know, you know what I'm saying, the mechanisms that drive engagement. Nah, these, these are so the like, here. Oh, go ahead, BT. Uh, no, I'm just saying, like, the playground, like, it's a weird concept for people to understand on the outside because... I'm like, to be honest, I'm stealing the interface from YouTube, Reddit, and Twitter, and I'm putting them together, mm-hmm. and it don't belong to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, like it's, I'm upfront with it saying, like, hey, we need a proprietary element that we can socially engage and also have integrated ad revenue. We don't want to outsource our ad ad revenue through third parties because in theory this is the content that's driving those engagements so these are the proper suitors for the bounty but those platforms don't exist so building in the playground is just you know what i'm saying we just need the tech the tool to do it for us because i want to make it so that when people say they want to be a podcaster they 100 percent know that the technical elements exist for them to enterprise it on their own they don't have to rely on an audience. They don't have to rely on an algorithm. They can enterprise it on their own. So, like, we big on, like, I don't know if people talk about this, but blockchaining content and pretty much tagging a proprietary element to the source so that no matter how your content is engaged or interface, you'll still be the rightful owner. So these ad companies ain't never gonna pay YouTube. These ad companies never gonna pay Spotify. Like Adrian, if y'all had the best podcast ever. I want there to be a place where you can put it up and get per use consumption. You know what I'm saying? You did two million streams. You should get all the money that go with that. But it doesn't exist in you know the corporate like landscape that we live in now. So that's kind of why my business development function focus has been and shifted towards you know what I'm saying the aggregate um, tool as opposed to my own personal pursuit of happiness. That's... Wow. Deep. Deep. Or it's just a scam for me to make hella ad money. I don't know yet. <laughs> if, if one, either I'm going to save the world or make hella ad money. One of the two. Nah, but it, it sounds beautiful, though. I love it. Definitely, like you said, take out the third party and really just, you know, promote our own, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's exactly what's needed. But I'll be vulnerable with y'all. Like, my challenge in doing that, it's not like I don't have the answer. It's that, like, I can't just say, like, us in our community haven't been taught how to leverage enterprise. I personally haven't been taught. You know what I'm saying? I'm still under this material mindset where I need time to justify the development of this project. Because everything else you see, when you talk to investors, they're asking you a timeline. It's like, when do I get this money back? When is this successful? When does this happen? And it takes a lot of character 
to make it happen when you know all of those are uncertain. That's most people's roadblock. It's like, man, if I could tell you this, I would do it. But since they can't tell them that, they won't put all their heart into something. But me, I'm willing to put my heart into it so you can see it was developed from nothing. So its value can't never go away. Yeah, I feel that. Because you're beginning to... I don't want to explain it. It's rather than like getting the investors from selling like the idea and then the return investment it's more selling them on the purpose and like how you feel about it and your purpose and the purpose is only as strong as you believe in it and have discipline in it um so it's a really it's a super hard character check for sure to make sure that you're able to believe in yourself and the reason you're doing it to help the benefit of everybody else and find those people that are willing to bet on that like i mean i no matter what i'll respect you for putting your heart on the line that's huge i feel like that's a big step into creating anything so it is but like i'm a, i'm super critical because like the way i look at it is like i'm a failure every day that there's not an answer to that question like when we talked about the beginning of the podcast like what's your purpose in it what's your reward what's your end goal every day that you know what i'm saying i'm part of a community that people don't have i want to say like uh career trajectory mapped out from their own creativity i feel like i'm letting my community down you know and it's not my fault but i'm the one that's letting them down because i'm the one that's supposed to be solving it so it's a big big ego check it's a big you know what i'm saying it's a lot to to bear with as a person but like part of these conversations is like this ain't me on a podcast this is me materializing the conversation that need to happen for that possibility to happen one day so like that's my approach you just i'm just trying to take every moment like instead of time passing i'm on the road i had a long day i'm on a road trip instead of me being fatigued about the time i'm more excited because like this conversation brings more impact than the time passing by itself would have and i got to keep that mindset and you know what i'm saying receive everything i can from it so that retroactively this will have made me more valuable as well as the people that participated and that's where my mindset is right no, and I, and I love that mindset because that's exactly how I feel at times with the yeah. podcast. Like, whatever the episode is about just now, this has made me more valuable than whatever else I could have been doing right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It could be helping somebody else. It could, who knows what kind of impact this could leave. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's an incredible message. The depths, and like you kind of alluded to or said earlier, is like shedding the light on those dark corners those hidden corners of your mind this whole conversation has been real and enlightening for yeah and it's all for the purpose for not only us but it's for the audience for the just because we want to make this impact we want to leave people with something we want to change something and we want other people to feel the same way we want people to reach their dreams for their own benefit for their own peace for everybody else's peace if that's what they want and i feel like this yeah this it whatever i was thinking about time constraints before this episode like with how late it is yeah that shit don't matter so this, this nah, hell yeah, no, man. the white man could boss us around a different day you know we'll, we'll get back to work. <laughs> no no absolutely and um i think to kind of sum it up too right it's all about the the knowledge that 
we know that we don't know, right? And the knowledge that we don't know that we don't know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's different ways to materialize an infrastructure for us to succeed, right? But if we don't have the certain tool, like for instance, um, just to keep it tangible, right? Um, even like being able to do this show tonight, right? BC's on the road in Arizona. You know, we haven't necessarily done a remote call like that on the show, but it's all about the knowledge of how to complete a mix minus to be able to signal signal to where BC's not hearing himself on the phone. Mm. And we can hear everything within the recording. Shit still make no sense to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? So a lot of people wouldn't even think about that aspect of it, right? Like you just hook it up and then BC would be calling and then he'd be like, oh my, man, I'm hearing myself back. Can you turn that out? And then so if you don't even know how to do that or knew that that was a thing, yeah. that, that that wouldn't be something, you know, it, 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 it could hinder your progress because like you're just figuring out like hey yo this is the thing that we have to to uh conquer figure out yeah. figure out right mm-hmm. so you know once again from the knowledge of what we're doing and from the understanding that we've had from our failures and from our successes right but uh, there's probably a lot more failures than there are successes 100%. so um you know we have to keep swimming mm-hmm. and that's the whole purpose <laughs> Yeah. I think the failures come from reception. And, like, I think that everybody in our community has two roles. You have the role as a teacher and you have the role as a student. And I think we get so caught up in the singular focus of teaching because it's the, you know, that's what the exchange will bring money back to us that we ignore being a student. And the more receptive the students are, the easier it is for the community to engage with a consistent theme. You know what I'm saying? If we all want to make more money and we all got the same information on how to do it, then currency is going to be exchanged to a further degree in this community because we understand the life cycle of it. So we need equal students and teachers to be able to, you know what I'm saying, for all of our gifts to manifest and materialize. So that's like the dope thing about the platform. And yeah, that's <laughs> you get both ends of the spectrum. It's the yin and the it's the yin and the yang. It's the balance I was talking about earlier, in yeah. a sense. Yeah, because like, have you? I'll tell this story. Have you guys heard the allegory of the cave? Is my favorite story. No, it's by Plato. Please share it. Okay, so basically, this is the short version of it. Okay, so um, there was these people, these three guys, let's say, and they were born in this dark ass cave. And the entrance to the cave got a sheet over it. So everything that they see walking by is a shadow reflection because it's dark in the cave. So they live their whole lives and all they see is shadow reflections to the point where they're understanding the shadow reflections. Their version, that's the real version of it to them. You know what I'm saying? This bird's not blue, they're all gray. Mm -hmm. So one day, one of the guys breaks out of the prison and he goes through the sheet and he's on the outside looking at the real world. And he sees that the trees are fucking green and people have skin tones and facial expressions and he's freaking out and he's losing his mind because he don't know how to survive out there because he's never seen none of it and none of the people out there will believe the circumstances he came from. So he don't fit in out there and he decides to go back to the cave. When he gets back to the cave, he's trying to explain everything he went and saw 
but the people in the cave don't have a point of reference to understand it, so he can't help them. So, they, so like, he the people that are making an impact in our culture, they the people that's getting up and getting out of the cave. And where we get, you know, where we have our challenges or where we lack confidence at is because once we got outside the cave, somebody told us we was crazy for describing what we saw up inside there. And so the message died there to our external audience. And then once we come back to the cave, they think we twice as crazy for describing what we saw on the outside because they never have a point for reference to it. So we crazy on the inside and crazy on the outside. And the creator's dilemma is how do I share this truth so that it's accepted by all these audiences? Because I just want to help them. And that's what our big dilemma is. Yo, you're bro thank you that's fuck nah I, I heard Yo. that story a different way I love that story cause it always reminds me of um it always never think like takes you back to what they always say about Harriet Tubman you know what I'm saying when she was um making people escape she's carried a shotgun not for the slave owners but for the slaves that didn't want to you know or they couldn't accept it or whatever the hell the case may be yeah and they be like nah I'm too Commercialize. I'm too stuck in the system that I, ca- I can't let go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So she had to let that person go, not for the master. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy, though. I love that. I love that concept. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so that's when I'm talking to people about purpose and stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm reading the gauge. I'm like, how far are you willing to get out the cave, brother? Yeah, like, exactly. Are you willing to come back and tell your truth? Because that's where the reward is. Or when somebody say you crazy for making a podcast that don't got no views, you just quit it. You know? No, so that's a testament of our generation and the character that we can develop through the circumstances we were given through alliteration that's been older than all of us. Yeah. You know. So the lives we want is possible, it's probable. We just have to, we have to make a considered effort to bring them to life. So I think this conversation is materializing the effort we're making. I'm proud of everybody that was a part of it. I got to get ready to hop off the call so I can buy some groceries. But it was privilege. Thank you for coming. Like, you're hey, kind of cutting out a little yeah, bit, but that was that was it, bro. Yeah, yeah, we appreciate it, bro. One hundred. We appreciate BC for being on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, thank you, bro. Yes, One thank love. you, BC. Always, you, always. Call me, tap in. You know what I'm saying? Make sure your people good. I'm gonna make sure y'all good. It's a privilege, and I want everybody to know, like y'all doing a, like this ain't y'all didn't waste no time. You guys made an impact, and we got to make all of our thoughts start concentrating that way. Where it's like I might not have get nothing out of this, but I made an impact. Right. No, amen to that, bro. And I appreciate you. I appreciate you for coming on here. You rinse and repeat that enough, you're gonna save the world in no time, brother. Mm-hmm. Amen. Appreciate that, bro. Thank you. All good. All right, y'all. Y'all be blessed and have a good night. All right. You too. too. Yeah. One love. One love. One love. And honestly. I think that was it. He, he gave way more than he said he was going to be because time don't exist. So that was an incredible episode. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. Yeah. I, I love it. I love no it. No words. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, he hit, uh, he hit a lot of beautiful marks. Definitely the last mark was just like, I think that's always the main thing that got to me recently too. Like every time I even mention um, Napoleon Hill or John Maxwell, there's so many people that just don't know about these people, and it's like 
damn, these people spit so much knowledge. Y'all ain't never heard of this person, you know? So y'all never listen to a video like that, you know? And it's like, that's real. That's 100% real, because it's like, damn, it's hard for me to give you a point of reference on what I'm talking about, because you never heard of them. Yeah, it's a lot of people that don't even read books, bro. Or you don't know. You know, never looked at any alternative information, you know? Yeah. I, I spit the four agreements all the time, or the four laws of creation, mm-hmm. or, you know, just different principles that I've learned just based off of, um, you know, my own particular research. But, you know, mm-hmm. you, you can't expect anybody else to go as far as you're willing to go right. with any typ- typical medium. So, no, I... Uh, no, that's not Yeah, yeah. No, I appreciate BC for coming on and, and dropping that knowledge, and, and you know that that's my whole idea of this particular concept or paradigm is to figure out deeper ways that we can go to just keep swimming, right? Because we're all just swimming in our own way, or, or figuring out what we have to do to survive or to you know get to that destination right but like you said the destination always varies based off yeah. if you can reach it or not or if it's attainable or not right like we, we can make goals for ourselves that we may not think is obtainable but then once you do obtain it and you're there it's like okay what's next mm-hmm. you know what i mean that that's our you know particular mindset because 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 um i think to sum it up too you know, you guys have um, articulized it very well as far as being able to do this podcast for passion mm. and not for views or not for a certain, um, you know, accolade or for a trophy, right? Or, you know, no one has to give you your flowers. Like, you're going to give yourself your flowers all the time. But, you know, so when, when people do actually give you the flowers, mm. that, that gives you more motivation right because yeah. it builds on the resonance that you've already created right. through your experience and through your actions mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean so we have um, you know we could think about things all the time and have a particular vision of what our reality is and subconsciously um, because you think about a certain thing so many times that may become into existence for you right but then when you actually have a paradigm or a perspective or some sort of um, thing that you want to create, if you put your focus on that and, you know, put enough attention on that mm-hmm. and really look at it um, and, and know that you accept it and it's yours already appreciate having it but you appreciate the time that you don't have it you know what i mean so it's like like you say it's all a a sort of continuum that we have to navigate through and to um accept you know what i mean and um yeah we do it we do it for for ourselves we do it because we love it you know we do it because it's a passion we do it because it's exciting for us we you know there's all certain different ways that we do it but um you know what is that right is, is that love mm, you know? i feel like at the base of it all yeah yeah that's how i feel about yeah. it at the base of it all yeah for sure i fully agree with that but uh yeah so yeah I, yeah i think that's it bro that's yeah. good yeah no i was gonna say yeah tease i'll take you for uh appreciate you coming and taking over the episode and uh inviting dc on 
BC. BC. My bad, BC. Yeah. Um, mine still boggled, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you, BC. You know what I'm saying? Shout you out, bro. Uh, be safe. Have fun getting groceries. You know what I'm saying? Trudy T's, thank you so much for just everything you did to make this episode plausible. Like, so I had to shoot that little video because I was like, it's a lot of equipment here right now. Like, yeah. The wires low key give me anxiety. PR <laughs> shit, but it's like, yeah, it's crazy what we did to make this episode work. So, yeah, yeah appreciate you, brothers. You know. Oh uh, yeah, all good. Yeah, yeah, it's all love, man. Yeah, yeah, we in on the same vibration, in the same path. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, this this is meant to be. You know right. what I mean? Since before we can even think of it. Yeah. So, right. you know, and you know, I think a lot of people don't know is like, we were, you know. We're basically a little behind of like what's already happened, right? So we just need to remember the future sometimes mm-hmm. and remember the things to come. And you know, we can get anxiety sometimes because we know that like the quote unquote bad times are coming, but then you have to realize that the good times are there too, right? Mm-hmm. So, so like I said, time is just relativity. Right. You know what I mean? Just based on how you're feeling at the time. Yeah, right now I feel fucking great. Yeah, that's so, it. That's it. So yeah, I, I appreciate you guys. Thank you guys. You know, you guys are my brothers. I love you to death. And yeah, I love you too, bro. Yeah, we're, too. yeah, we're here. We're doing it. Yeah, nah, we did kill it. it, kill it. Yeah, nah, just short it. Uh, one three. Appreciate you, of course, always, Donovan. Of course. Yes, sir. Uh, and out there listening today, you already know. Uh, I'm sure y'all head hurt like my head hurt, cause that shit was just crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, hope takes some notes. Uh, you might want to go back and listen to this episode over again, <laughs> cause I will. I will too. Uh, make sure to get your Audible book, and uh, or you already know how to reach out to us. Hope you guys had a wonderful day, marvelous afternoon, a splendid evening, and remember to just, just keep swimming. swimming.